you ever watch video of yourself having sex? No, I have not done that. Yeah. You? So I have. You, you asked that like a guy that has. I have. And one thing that I appreciate about myself being filmed having sex <laughs> is that I do not speak during filming, which right. is my biggest pet peeve while watching porno is hearing men not only speak, but even worse, make jokes during sex. Mm. Yeah. So I'm very quiet when I film. <laughs> how, how, that how often are you filming? <laughs> Charlie Faplin. <laughs> don't start, Mike. No, not all. Don't start man. fucking playing. I, I have, I only have one video on my phone. I think I've only recorded myself having sex with my wife, maybe three times. We had a video camera that I filmed the first encounter with, and it was a handheld. So, like while I'm plowing, POV. I'm just holding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that one. That one I know. I, I wasn't quiet during, which was. <laughs> that's probably how most people feel about watching themselves do stand up. Yeah. Yeah, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you have you have about three titles. Yeah. Trilogy. How do you think you did? <laughs> well, usually the third one is a movie. They're like they should have just stopped it too. Yeah. So did you? Were <laughs> you? Uh, or did it wrap up all the unanswered <laughs> unanswered questions from the first two? <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. fan service yeah. and forced closure in that yeah, third yeah. episode. It wrapped up all the loose pussies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, have you, so you've watched it back, um, it sounds like. Yeah, you know, the one that I have in my phone right now, I actually watch often and still beat off to it. <laughs> and not, not mm-hmm. anything to do with... Is, with it, is it you and the fake pussy? Calling <laughs> 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 a babe and hun. <laughs> But no, I do watch it just because my wife is, looks so attractive in it, and it's mm-hmm. her playing with a vibrator, yeah. and, and then she ends up sucking my dick. Good for you. Yeah, that's what's up. How, yeah. how do you think you did? That I was fine. Been... Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, what's the what's the thing that you said that you hated the most? Mm. I didn't say anything in it. Um, all you could the only mm. thing that you said I, the first I, one your you earlier did, though, roles. Right? Oh God, dude, the very first one. What's the I, thing that you said that you said, I can't talk anymore after this? Yeah, one? good point. Well, yeah. Dude, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I was relatively new to sex still. Uh, we moved in with each other. Wait, wait. How long ago was this? <laughs> well, dude, when I, <laughs> dude when, I, when I met my wife, yeah. I had only had sex with two normal ladies and three prostitutes. <laughs> okay. So, and it was each one and done. Like, my yeah. wife was my first repeat offender. Okay, she's the only one who came back to the store. Yeah, yeah. All right. So right. when we were getting it in, it was just, you know, I felt like fucking somebody said the word of the day on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> I was really going for it. And there was no, at that time, there's no being self-conscious and nothing yeah. nothing yeah. to say like, look, dude, you need to fucking tone it down. In my yeah. mind, it's like, I'm getting pussy and I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the fucking man. <laughs> wait, wait. So so all the ones were one and done and and never happened again. So yeah. you were like, this is probably gonna be one and done. I can just do whatever I, I I'm going all out. <laughs> I, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, I was playing with house pussy at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the way, we're speaking with our friend David James. David welcome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hello everyone. <laughs> but yeah, man. Man, those were the days. Not a care in the world. It's like how athletes talk about, you know, a baseball player saying, like, you know what, the most fun I had was in Little League. Yeah. Like, even though now I've gotten I've gotten better as a uh, as mm-hmm. a sex filmmaker. Yeah. Man, nothing beats those early days. So this was like a handy cam. The first the one. The first yeah. one. Like yeah. like those miniature VHS tapes yeah. in it. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was a miniature VHS. No thing. image stabilization. It's hard to imagine a dude <laughs> filming himself fucking without a fish tank in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, back yeah, then yeah. it was always like a dude. The it's first a gold frame chain was like hitting the back of the camera over and over again. <laughs> a dude setting yeah, up the you camera. Know what? There were no POVs until those cameras got small enough for them. I don't. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't yeah. think there were any POVs before, like until the cameras got small enough, yeah. or they had to like rig it way above. You know, like a professional thing. But as far as like amateur doing it yourself, you can't see anything because yeah. there's the light on the top of the camera is bouncing off of the giant mirror wall behind the Yeah, bed. yeah. <laughs> now I just wear a GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> it really makes everything so much easier. Some old school guy just had to have it over his shoulder, you know? <laughs> like it was like a Radio Raheem it's zone like the, boom it's box. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's that rig. It's like the bodysuit with like the hook over the top yeah, and yeah, with yeah. the camera hanging off of it. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I, I, don't th- I don't know if I could do it. 
Because it's, I think number one, number one is because if I'm like in a hotel room on the road or something like that, mm-hmm. like a lot of them have these big ass mirrors, and then yeah. I'll walk by and I see myself, and I'm like, oh, I can't look at that. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I don't yeah. know that I, my, I, I don't, I'm, I can't imagine doing it, but uh, I also don't think that I have a very, I mean, my my technique's not very visual. I don't think, dude. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, it's I more to, of an I had to retool everything, dude. Yeah. I had to relearn the fundamentals. It's tough, dude. Mm. I mean, in regards to the way you look thing, I, I'm i still very self-conscious of my body. And any anytime I do anything nude, it feels like that scene from Signs where you first see the alien, where he just yeah. appears in the Mexican alleyway, mm. yeah. and people are screaming. Like, that's how I feel. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Or, like, what if I'm watching it, and I thought I did a great job, but, like, I yeah. notice her, like, yawning or yeah. something like that, you know? like When she, like, turns over, or, like, yeah. if I, like, bend over to go, like, get a towel to, like, wipe my head off or something, and then, like, as she's just, like, looking it'll, at her it'll watch. Take half a second of a look. Yeah. Like, yeah oh, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, she was just waiting for this to be over. Yeah. Yep. You know? <laughs> that would stink. That's yeah. a shame about your body issues, Mike. I can't tell you what a gift it was as a young man to be beaten up naked outside repeatedly by like older brothers and his friends. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why would they I beat you care. up naked? It was just the, that was the funniest thing that they could think to do. Was, oh, okay. uh, I, I told the story over here before. Uh, One time they, they pulled my fucking trunks off in the pool and threw the trunks on the roof. <laughs> so it was like shared, like low fence backyard. So I had to get yeah. out of the pool on the opposite side and walk into the house naked. Yeah. And then another time they were they were beating the shit out of me as the you know I feel like the mm. talking goat from the Adam Sandler scene. <laughs> yeah. They're really beating the fuck out of me. And yeah. uh they they thought it'd be funny if they threw me outside naked. And I was like, all right, well, that was pretty fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll never have body issues. I yeah. this is the funniest thing in the world to me. I yeah. do, but it's it's never really prevented me from doing anything. I used to get naked a bunch when I would go to parties. Um <laughs> I mean, exposure therapy for Pete's sake. I mean, I had my yeah. shirt off on on national TV. Oh, yeah. right, that's yeah. right. So Foul even though, like, right. I well, still you got a lot of positive right. feedback for that. You made a lot of dudes Woo, pretty man, those, fucking slippery. I'll tell you yeah. what, man. I, I, don't, I don't get the uh, the rigmarole surrounding these perverts because they made me feel like a million bucks. Yeah, yeah. We we were basically carried on their shoulders around the entire internet. My God. Yeah, it was something. Those were the days. Yeah. Perverts will make you feel good about yourself. Like every now and uh-huh. again, sure. you need a you need. Perverts are like sherbet. Like, they yeah. really will cleanse the palate. Yeah. Like, any yeah. awful feeling you have, you need a pervert sherbet to fucking cleanse the palate and get you right. Creeps do make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah I don't know I, what yeah. these women are complaining about. I know. Yeah. Well, I used to do probation parole. Like, every time I had a creep, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm not a fucking weirdo. <laughs> you know? Seems like, like, there's this one guy who... um. Like if if you ever do that that kind of field, like you can always tell who the perverts are. Okay, you know, so like sometimes you'll get the file and you see what they're coming in for, mm. but sometimes you can just see the guy walking in before you even look at the file. I was like, oh, this guy's a sex offender. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, like one dude, he showed up with these Ace Ventura pants. <laughs> You know, and he has a SpongeBob folder. Tight. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I'm pictures like, oh, of this every kitty fuck. Offender. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I think I have a pretty healthy sense for. Well, I almost murdered that guy, but I yeah. never proved it. I would. I would. I would. I didn't have enough evidence to acquit me in a court mm. of law. Damn. That's the thing about diddlers, man. Yeah. What we? Oh, because you have to wait until they actually hurt somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like most people pretty have pretty good diddler radar. That should be the only crime mm. where you're like, I was pretty sure. And they're like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Good job. <laughs> but you could just look at a profile picture and be like, come on, your honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or look at their uh, dating profile that they printed out and pasted to their uh, candy machines that they placed yeah. all around. Yeah. Uh, Real? I, yeah. That's yeah, that same dude I was just talking about. He's like, yeah, I got some business ideas. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do? <laughs> He's like, well, I have two shops I want to open. One's a trinket shop, and then the next one, um, it's going to be an arcade. And then yeah. the third one is Build-A-Bear, but with yeah. real children. <laughs> yeah, now, put like, a wish inside of them. Yeah, and I was like, no, you can't have an arcade. <laughs> Both normal ideas. The same yeah. guy can't have them. Though. Yeah. yeah. I, there was a... Uh, there was... Man. I, the the corner store arcade machine game, the, the situation in my neighborhood growing up was unbelievable. We had a mm. pizza shop on the corner that had Street Fighter 2 mm. for most of my childhood. And it was the fucking best. And then there was uh, an unlicensed 
pool place across the street from my house. It was in a corner row home. It had one pool table, and uh, me and my friends just started going in because they had a Mortal Kombat machine. When Mortal Kombat oh, first wow. came out. Yeah, yeah. Dude, when Mortal Kombat was not, it was like, no, dude, absolutely not. You're too young for this is grotesque you're gonna turn into a murderer this sounds like yeah. a puerto rican amusement park yeah. ba- i mean <laughs> it was still it was still like uh the neighborhood was still sliding into white pill addiction mm. so it was some pretty grimy people just fucking crushing zemas while some kids <laughs> hogged the fucking mortal Kombat machine kids should not have been allowed in there was like a, a bar in the corner i don't know what the fuck was going on with this place i there was no sign for it I think we were just going into a dude's apartment every yeah. day, <laughs> and they didn't stop us. I, I, I know I understand that it, it sounds like I'm not explaining this well. I don't understand mm. it well, but uh, dude, it, Mortal Kombat fucking ruled. I believe it, man. <laughs> it sounds like it's either a diddler was running it or somebody who was in the criminal shit but had a very kind heart. It was definitely the criminal mm. with a very kind heart because none of us got plucked up. And we were pretty stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And our, yeah. our parents were like, why would you don't ever go in there? <laughs> it was directly across the street from the house. So it was like yeah. 50 feet away. But uh, man, I even thought about that place. It fucking it was the coolest place in the world. I thought it was the you coolest should open thing. one. Yeah. yeah. Buy a row home. Yeah. Just wood paneling <laughs> everywhere. Some soup carpet and uh, tons of Zima. Zima seemed to be the, the, uh, the key. Could people buy it there or were they just having it? Uh, I wouldn't know. They were probably buying it. Weird. Weird. It's weird. It's like in a house. Yeah. 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 By a yeah. pool hall. Yeah. Pretty weird. Um, Boy, oh, boy. Because I think all of ours were in like, um, they, it's the equivalent of 7-Eleven. They call it stop and goes in Texas. Okay. That's where all the, the Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat were. Right. Yeah. yeah That's right never in some dude's pool hall. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, when Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 came out. The uh, this was when the neighborhood kind of started to change when like uh, the poppies were running the corner stores mm-hmm. and the the first corner store that changed over was next to the Catholic school that I went to and they had Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 and I would go in every day and eventually they were just like it was a Catholic school they were like we we no one's allowed to go to this store yeah. they forbid us from going or it was fucking instant demerits <laughs> it's a mortal sin yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah dude they that's what they treated it like. So, uh, man, that was, that was devastating. Yeah. That was devastating. I felt like, I, when I was a kid, I felt like everyone was just trying to keep me away from cool shit. <laughs> cool shit was just out of my reach everywhere I went. That's what they do. That's No the South main, Park. Yeah, yeah. But I don't do that to my kids. And they're they're turning out all right, I think. Yeah, dude. And that, that, I, well, I definitely feel like that's why I grew up a, a fat fucking retard. It's because <laughs> everything was, you're going to get hurt. Don't. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. Dude, I remember when I, the first time I went out on a limb to try to do something that was difficult, I signed up for football my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And by the second day, I was already in panic mode because not only was I obese and my body fucking was screaming in agony from the day before his practice. Yeah. But I was convinced <laughs> that you had to have a different outfit for each day. I didn't know in football you could just wear the same shit, the same shirt and t-shirts so you just thought like you just you mean like you thought you had to have like a different like if you wore outfit. like white pants yeah you had to you like have like brown pants the next day yeah well dude like yeah it was like the first week before you got an actual uniform and pads it was just mm-hmm. t-shirt and shorts okay and i never had clothes like i had yeah. one t-shirt and one shorts that i could wear there was athletic mm-hmm. wear and the second day of practice i was like fuck I, I gotta wear something oppressive or else the kids are gonna make fun of me so i wear i wore a charlotte hornets t-shirt and purple dungaree shorts <laughs> to play football in. <laughs> and by the end of that practice, I went home and I was like, yeah, I feel like this is uh, really going to affect my schoolwork, so I want to quit. Yeah. <laughs> my mom was like, thank God. <laughs> so that was it? Yeah, I quit. I, quit. <laughs> I retired after two practices. I like to say I was worried about CTE, but I was more worried about FAT. Well, I think that's well, maybe that's what parents need to do if they don't want their kids to play football. It's like, hey, why don't you wear these purple dungarees in your first day? <laughs> Delco Hulk. <laughs> you won't like me when I'm angry. I'm actually just going to ask you for pills. <laughs> that's the shortest football career ever. Well, dude, I had a similar one, and I was actually reminded of it this week. But with basketball, I was telling my son – to make sure that um, he gets the ball to other kids on the team who haven't scored yet this season because mm-hmm. the season's winding down. Um, because when I was in fifth grade, I was the only kid on the team who didn't score that year. Yeah. Um, alcoholic coach, but that's neither neither here nor there. <laughs> but, to be um, expected. 
but dude, it bothered me so much that um, I didn't sign up for my school team the next year, but there was an athletic association in my neighborhood. I was like, mm. mom, can you please sign me up? Because I was too ashamed to go back to school to play basketball. So she signed me up for 69th Street Athletic Association. And I went the first game, mm. scored four points. Nice. Retired. <laughs> went out on top. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> and I never played again until I was an adult. When I was 19, I started working at this really nice health club. Yeah. And they had a uh, Monday night men's league. So I signed up for that. And one day I got fucking hammered on Long Island iced teas all day. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to play tonight. <laughs> so I went again, scored four points. Wow, dude. Came yeah. out of retirement. Put the numbers back on. Yeah. There, the, the, there's doubters everywhere. Yeah. Can he do it? Does dude, he still he have <laughs> this much time away from the game? Is he, still, is he rusty? Dude, making his return. It's like yeah. one of those ki- autistic kids shooting threes Man. that ends up on Sports Center. <laughs> <laughs> they were just going Except in. Except it was twos and it was yeah. twice. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I was throwing up was going in. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> dude, when I was in eighth grade um, playing football, we had these Cambodian coaches. We lost every game. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Asian dudes aren't great at coaching football. Whoa, 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 dude. We, we don't talk like that <laughs> Oh, that's right. Sorry. Sorry. That's going to be... That's going to be my undoing. Mike, this is what I was just telling yeah. you, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, the kind of hateful rhetoric that's going to come out of David's <laughs> As advertised. I needed the mute button. God damn it. We're on a tape delay. Go on with... Dude, go on with your hateful story. But, uh, but they, they were coaching while squatting and smoking. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like in a gang too. They were like in a real Asian gang because like you ever see those people that have those those stickers on their cars and like the fake bullet hole things? Yeah, yeah. we thought that's what it was. And you get close, like, oh no, that's a real bullet hole. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. You don't want to mess. And with I remember, Asian like, dudes. I think it was the last game of the year. We had lost everything. You know, like, surprise, surprise. They weren't great coaches. <laughs> and uh, one of the Asian coaches uh, put on the uniform, one of our uniforms, and went into the game. <laughs> <laughs> what did the refs do? <laughs> so, <laughs> so he tackles this fucking kid, right? And he's like, yeah! and then like one of the all the kids are like, adult, 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 and they're pointing because he has like a fucking full mustache. Like none of us had mustaches. Right, and then he like <laughs> runs off the field, and then like some parents like started hearing about it, and then like the other coaches are like, "Get out of here!" And like he just runs to his fucking car. It was probably like you know one of those fucking Fast and the Furious Asian cars people have. That's what they had. They had those like before Fast and the Furious came out. Like that's what it was. Like all those Asian with dudes. real bullet holes. Yeah, yeah, with real bullet holes. Yeah, and he just ran into the car. He didn't even take off the uniform. <laughs> he just ran into the car and drove off. Because I'm pretty sure he thought like some parents are going to lose their minds and try to kill him. You know. Oh my god. But that's how bad we were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The coach went in there and tackled a child. You guys ruined his life by being yeah. terrible. <laughs> You forced his hand. You yeah. didn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> God, they were the worst coaches ever, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I, there's so many times, though, in kids' <laughs> athletics where they just don't have enough people to be coaches. And I think that's where you find these situations where it's just like, who the fuck is this? Dude, dude? every youth coach is a alcoholic redemption story waiting to happen. Yes. That's the only mm, way you can coach yeah. kids sports is if you, you really need to redeem yourself in the eyes of your family and ex-girlfriend and prove your old boss wrong and you get, you're going to clean it up this time and get yeah. it back together yeah and jen's going to take you yeah. back and uh <laughs> but you're but you're going to learn that you never needed her and it was always about finding yourself that was what you were lacking the whole time and that's why you're <laughs> coaching foot hockey in kensington uh-huh. <laughs> the one functional coach i could think of was he, he was like a pretty good coach for a while this guy mr beaky but i rem- my most vivid memory well, what did he what did he coach uh kids softball okay all right. Yeah, for whatever. For your kids? No, it was oh, you mean when, when I was a little boy. Yeah, for some reason, like okay, our, so our wait, league... wait. A spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Mike quit after the first day. <laughs> <laughs> after the first day. <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> they pegged you as a quitter. <laughs> no, I just remember he. Um, when I played on his team, my most vivid memory was of his son. His son was swinging a bat in the on deck circle, and his son wasn't playing for our team. He was too young. Mm-hmm. And his dad had told him, like, don't swing the bat around here, especially with your little brother. He had a little brother who was maybe like five. Yeah. Sure enough, you hear, bing. Oh. He, yeah, he, he fucking full swing got this kid in the head. Oh. Was it? Did it mess him up uh, forever? 
I always no. Wonder, oh, he just man. left right then. Hmm. He just like walked away. No, he took the kid to the hospital. Oh, I was about to say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like he just got hit in the head. He's like, I'm out of here. Ball four, take your base. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> he got in his Asian car full of ball yeah. holes and drove away. <laughs> I when I was uh, when I when I, I guess it was foot hockey. I think it was foot hockey in uh, in Kensington. Uh, I'm sorry, Harrogate, and we had uh, a fucking young dude coach and. I remember there was one day, I think it was a practice. Was it a practice? I don't know. This was all very informal. And also, I've had a lot of head injuries, so I don't remember well. He missed a practice because he was hungover or drunk. Mm. Mm. I get it. And I know that, like, the people in his life were like, dude, you let those. Don't worry. You know, don't be so hard on yourself, man. Those things, and he was probably like, I fucking let the kids down yeah. with my drinking. Because yeah. uh, I think he quit after that. And uh, you know the people oh, in his life had man. to be like, dude, don't. You know, they're okay, man. They're just kids. They don't understand. I remember my reaction was like, wow, adults can let you down. (laughs) (laughs) I know I had exactly the reaction that he was afraid of. Like, I know if I fucked something up because I was fucking boozing Mm -hmm. and I let down kids, I'd be like, I'm a monster, dude. I fuck. I failed these children. Yeah. I know he's gonna, and I was like, dude, he fucking failed us. <laughs> you left those kids stranded on second. Dude, it took me a while to get over that. I was like, wow, I, was, I, I really thought he wanted to like help us get good at foot hockey. Dude, so it, you're saying the plot to the Bad News Bears isn't isn't real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not realistic. He just it, never showed up, dude. It's jarring, like when when a coach bails on you, because coaches are always yeah, that hurts. At least for yeah. a short period of time, the father that you wish you had. <laughs> And my mm-hmm. coach after Mr. Beaky, it was actually uh, a two-coach system with these two young dudes. And they were the fucking, they were both the man. They would always call you brother. And it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this fucking rules. Yeah. And by like the third game of the season, it was always like, yeah, we're going in the shore, so we won't be here to coach next game. So Mr. MG's going to have to fill in. And eventually mm-hmm. one of the other kids' dad just took over because these two young dudes just bailed. It was probably just like a, a thing they were using to get out of trouble, like, all right, listen, can we avoid weekends in jail if we just coach youth <laughs> yeah. softball? Yeah. Um, exactly. They're all, it's all just fucking alcoholic redemption yep. stories waiting to happen, or you fail. And that's, you don't get the, the no one writes the fucking story about you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I can't believe how bummed out I was by those dudes bailing on us. But I think the, the the attachment that you get as like a young, especially a young dude, is that like your parents are going to tell you you're good at everything. But once like even just a fucking dude that's volunteering so he doesn't go to jail, you're like, well, this guy knows the game. And, uh, you know, he said I did a good job on yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say I'm going pro, but who knows where the scouts are, dude? Dude, to that yeah. point, the first time I got a game ball was like, I don't even yeah. have words to describe it. The fact that you got a game ball and you've only participated in like six sporting <laughs> yeah. events. <laughs> it's a yeah. pretty high ratio yeah, it's pretty, there. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Mike. <laughs> Instantly retired. <laughs> you're really good at jujitsu. Oh, thank you, buddy. Yeah, you're awesome. Yeah, I, I enjoy it and yeah, it's just, just a lot of fun. It's the first thing that I've really stuck with. Everything else I would quit. Especially like when it would seem like it was hard. Mm-hmm. That was like the time where it's like I would just find an excuse. Maybe so, you think it's because like if you quit that, you feel like the biggest sissy, you know? Jiu-jitsu? Just because it's such a more of a manly thing to do, you know? Whereas uh, like if you quit football or basketball or whatever, but like if you quit jujitsu, then it's like maybe it's like it's more like pressure. You feel like more, worse about yourself. That, you does, that, is a, that is a kind of pressure, and I think yeah. it's super helpful. I think yeah. the pressure, one of the driving forces is that Every every time you go, you see somebody who's clearly better than you. Yeah. And, like, there's that little bit of sting, and then most nights there's also that little thing where you realize, like, oh, I might be progressing. Yeah. So yeah, if, cool. you, yeah, if mm-hmm. you can't handle that, like, pressure of, like, I'm bad and I'm losing. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's better than me. Like, then you can't do it. And yeah. It, it weeds out a, a type of person mm-hmm. that, like, responds poorly to that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, the type of dudes that would, like, pick fights in public can't hack it in yeah. jiu-jitsu. And if you're good, if you're, mm. if you can stick around long enough to get good at it, then you're like, man, fighting fucking stinks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, do you think it's doing like, stand up before that kind of like helped you like as far as like, oh, I'm going to suck at the beginning. You know what I mean? Ooh, like, cause you've already done stand up. So you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to suck at the beginning. Then I get better at it. But I have to keep coming back. 
Dude, and I can be yeah, honest and you, with you. Then man. you see people that are better than you, you know, and like you realize they were they started at the same place as you. I never did. got yeah. over being bad at stand up. <laughs> that, dude, that, that's what I was just about to say. I Emotionally, did, I never felt like I got to a point where I was really super confident going up there. Mm. I mean, I know that I'm funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think there's a big difference between being funny and being a really good stand up comic. Mm. You're both. Yeah. And you've been that for a long time. Mm. But I never felt as though I got really good at stand up. Yeah. But I mean, just the process of it. You're like, you know, like you're going to be horrible. You're going to see people that are better than you. And the only way to get better or just you have to keep coming back. And yeah, there's gonna, definitely yeah. that element. Too. Well, that's yeah. true of anything. Yeah. And and stand up, I think, is just the most the most that. Yeah. Because it's in front of people. You have to yeah. be, you have to be bad in front of people. Yeah. You can't practice guitar for 15 years and then, you know. Yeah. Go to get, you know, Sam Ash and just shred on the sales <laughs> floor. Like, oh, this now it's just a little bit of uh, eruption. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, it's things. It's things thinking in front of people. Yeah, well, plus, just like just like starting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about stand up too is there's a lot of fool's gold. Like you could see somebody crush in a room full of retarded people in their fifties. Yeah, yeah, and just know <laughs> that it's like if you ever got on a stage in like an urban atmosphere or where there's real people. Mm-hmm. That just aren't butt fuckers who just want to hear you say the dumbest shit on earth. Yeah, yeah. You would falter. Whereas, like in jujitsu, like if you see somebody who's good in one setting, they're good in every setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of my regrets. Like I was always playing organized sports, but like unless you have that certain gift and it's going to go to college or mm-hmm. NFL, it's like it's a waste of time. That's what I thought. You know, so I yeah. didn't do it. Yeah, but I mean, uh, so like I, I wish I would have like went to go like you know do martial arts or wrestling yeah. or something that you know yeah, I, I can I use I for the rest of my life that would have been cool instead of like you know a couple years in college playing football or track in college or whatever yeah. it's like yeah i should have done something more productive that i can use forever yeah you know yeah yeah dude i remember what when i i did wrestling for a month and it was i i fucking really loved it and i really i still hate that i quit it yeah because i was really having fun and i had i think i probably had like six matches and i got fucking destroyed in every match yeah yeah and one that I went to, but I didn't partake in. I was I was the only person on the JV team, and this was super embarrassing because I had a hairy chest in like ninth grade. <laughs> so I was the only kid on the team with, with a fucking hairy chest, and I was still fat too. So even you're though- the chubby kid with the hairy <laughs> chest. You look like a Greek dad. <laughs> <laughs> look at everybody's uncle from the barbecue. <laughs> My fucking career player is like, so you're obviously going to manage a diner, correct? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, cut. I, I was, you're wrestling in an uh, apron? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, had tits, hairy chest, no idea what I was fucking doing. Only person on JV, and every every everybody else that was on varsity had these like really cool black singlets. Mm-hmm. I had this fucking, it was like Kelly Green singlet. Uh-huh. It was from like the 70s, and I just couldn't yeah. wear what everybody else had because I was JV. Yeah. And I remember we went to fucking Glenn Mills. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know, Glenn Mills is like this school for uh, child murderers. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> part, part of their adjudication is that what they all the fucking kids in the school have to go to every fucking sporting event. So they have like top-notch shit. Like now they're, they're in some hot water for abuse, but I don't even – is it still mm. functional, that school? Uh, no, I, I don't they, I know. They, put all the kids in they might have shut it all down. That, that it, yeah. yeah, but it, everything was like a top-notch facility, and their wrestling arena was fucking intimidating. Like I remember mm. walking in there. I was just there to Power watch. <laughs> Nothing short of that. Dude. Those, are real, those, those, are, those are real gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just going to support the team that day because I was like, all right, cool. I'm not wrestling. I could, I could just fuck. I can handle mm. this. And I went in, and even knowing I wasn't wrestling, I was fucking terrified. Because they were fucking sing, like singing chants and fucking had all these Whoa. choreographed things. You remember like Wildcats? It's like, you just yeah. why You ain't got no alibi. It was like yeah. shit like that. <laughs> you ain't got no alibi. Yeah. You ugly. <laughs> but, and then our, I was 160 and our 160, like he couldn't go because he was really sick. Mm-hmm. And then uh, our coach, Walt, he's like, he's like, Rainy, you going to go? And I was like, oh, I, I have a chest infection. <laughs> And the way that he looked at me, he didn't say anything, but the way that this man looked at me, it, it broke me. Like, I nearly broke out in the tears, and I didn't get out there. <laughs> oh, and it, it was, it was I might have quit, like, the next day. Yeah. But that was a defining moment, was a man just giving me a look which shattered me. Yeah, just wow. that, that look of, he knows. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he knows, yeah. and you know that he knows. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I was I like, how did you experience so many of these? Because I, I was, I think this says something about me. I was like a fucking Super Nintendo punks Tony Phil. Like every time I would get embarrassed, <laughs> it was like six more years of nothing but Super Nintendo. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't venture out and try anything again. I've said, I got a question about the pattern because it's like all the sporting things were like kind of one and done. Yeah. And then all your sexual experiences at the Whoa. beginning were one and done. Dude, yeah. e- dude, even to, to I mean, I'm 41. Mm-hmm. I clearly have trouble with commitment. I've yeah. been I've been with I call her my wife, but I've been with the same lady for yeah. 20 years and we're not married. Yeah. Um, I only have That's children. That's not that odd this, nowadays, though. Not everybody's getting married anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I only have children because I refuse to wear condoms. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not hard to commit to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's really no. It, it took me 18 years to finish community college. <laughs> so there's yeah. really. How many times did you use condoms before you before you stopped using them? Um, <laughs> I won, dude. <laughs> it was embarrassing. <laughs> it was a look of disappointment. The, the way that coach looked at yeah. me. <laughs> the way that coach looked at yeah, me. The condom just fell off. <laughs> no, dude, the, the it was like fluorescent pink and everybody's making fun of the color. <laughs> I, I raw dogged the two normal ladies I had sex with. And every ironically, every prostitute I was with, which was three prostitutes, forced me to wear a condom. As they do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're sticklers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The game Do is not the forget, game. it was three prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get up pretty early in the morning if you're going to pull the wool over their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what a sex-positive podcast we have. Can you believe us, dude? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't know we were this great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to doubt us dude, again. Dude, we're very woke. And might I add, every prostitute I had relations with was a minority. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean... <laughs> so... Yeah. So it was cinnamon, <laughs> cinnamon Alize. <laughs> Two of them were trans. <laughs> Minority trans ladies. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> yeah. you have the biggest smile on your face. Oh right man, I, I, dude, I can't say it enough. I'm a collector of moments, and I'm reliving these I moments. Has, right I think he has now. glory days playing in his brain right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm writing a Springsteen song. You're the fucking best. Recalling these yeah. memories. Thanks, man. <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah, I would be terrified to, to be the prostitute and go raw. Yeah. I'd be terrified. I don't think that's ever advised, right? There aren't dudes that do that. Oh, I'm sure oh, there are. Of course there's yeah. people that do really? that. Really? Yes. Yeah. Like the 1800s. No, man. Those dudes that do that now. No. Yeah. yeah. That's like the ultimate risky business. Yeah, and I think that's part of the allure for some people is that your life may end with this nut. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That vagina could kill you, yeah. and they're still going to go in there. Oh, my God. Dude, Top, yeah. Top Gun doesn't just exist in the skies. Yeah. Some dudes live that in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. The real fucking highway to the danger zone. Yeah. Yeah, people. Yeah, people definitely bang prostitutes at condoms all the time. I feel like yeah. such a child. I feel like I'm, I'm a child watching you guys drink Zima right now. Yeah. <laughs> Golly! <laughs> and you know holy what? smokes! I'm telling you, dude. I'm being honest with you. the The only reason why I did wear a condom with the prostitutes I was with is because respect. They, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> respect for the women. <laughs> it's because they handed it to me. Yeah, I, I can't guarantee that if they didn't hand me one, mm-hmm. that. You know, Jesus Christ! Dude. I would have had been very victorious. Well, here's the yeah. thing: you had you had sex with two normals before that with no condoms, yes. right? And that's so. The first time you had sex was with no condom. Yes. See, you can't come f- back from that. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, like because I I I used condoms from high school until when was the first time I didn't use a condom? Jeez, probably till I was like thirty. Wow, dude. Or after thirty, yeah, I, I can't yeah. relate to that. I use condoms all the all the Wait, time. Wait, that was your first time? Yeah, but then again, I wasn't in stable relationships, so like, mm. yeah, I didn't get introduced to the no condom game until like thirty two, and I was like, what have nah, I been dude. doing my whole fucking life? Yeah, I was actually no, I lied, guaranteeing not I having lied. kids. <laughs> no, I lied. I remember. I take it back. I forgot. There was a girl that I hooked up with on like a fall break of freshman year in college, 
and I was fucking hammered. And I didn't use a condom. I got chlamydia. Oh. And then Whoa. from then on, That'll it was strictly, yeah. 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 Yeah, I got lucky, man. I never got anything. But yeah, I was raw dogging from day one. There was yeah. no going back, dude. It was like, oh, no, from, no. Dude, Henry Roengartner oh. from fucking Rookie of the Year. It's like, you can't go from the Cubs to fucking yeah. middle school team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just, yeah, not in the cards for me, man. It's a pussy man for you. It is. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'll never forget the first time I put a condom on. I was so worried that I couldn't fit into a condom. Mm-hmm. That Which way? <laughs> over my head. <laughs> but um, I, and also I had this weird thing. I was, I, my biggest fear was that I never got girls and that my family would start to wonder that I was gay. Mm-hmm. And I was terrified that they thought I was gay. So one, one night um, I went to a psychic with my mom. <laughs> I went to a psychic with my mom. And she said, uh, she, Wait, told, she took you to the psychic? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, my mom took me to this uh, tarot card reader. Wasn't yeah, this, yeah. Uh, I get whatever they are. Uh-huh. And uh, she says, well, I hope you know, whether you know or not, you got a baby on the way. And you men have no trouble making these babies, but you, you don't want to stick around to take care of them or something to that effect. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but then I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to tell my mom this and make her think I'm fucking. <laughs> so as we're walking outside, she's like, what's she saying? I was like, well, I got a kid on the way. And my mom's like, well, are, are you active? I was like, yep. <laughs> and I was like, yes, they think I'm fucking now. And then shortly thereafter, I convinced my sister to buy me condoms. I was like, yeah, I really need them. And she's like, all right. So she went and she bought them. She gave them to me. She's like, all right, have fun. And uh, I just spent that night in my room. Uh, I tried one on after I got a boner. And I was like, thank God it fits. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a lot to take in it yeah, all at well, once. Well, first of all, that's a horrible tarot card reader <laughs> of all the things she could have said. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I also see that you have a future in basketball. <laughs> also a future. You're going to be multi-talented in sports. You're going to average yeah. four points a game. Yeah. <laughs> you're a determined man. You're not a quitter. What did, what did your mom say when she found out you were pregnant? Or you were, yeah. you <laughs> I think she was happy to be a grandma. No, I mean it was it was silence on the way home, man. But yeah, I was just terrified that they didn't think I was right. fucking. Here's here's the question though: Do you think she knew it was bullshit, or do you think she was just like I don't know? My mom's pretty uh, gullible. Okay, and I think deep down, every you know every mom wants to believe their son's a ladies' man. Mm-hmm. And I was just. Not getting the pussy at all. But yeah. I sort of willed the pussy into existence. <laughs> I was putting it out there. Now look at me. <laughs> I was a pussy boy and I grew into a pussy man. <laughs> I remember hearing, uh, I heard my mom and dad talking about uh, whether or not I was gay one time when I was like late <laughs> teens. Yeah. And I think, I might be remembering this incorrectly, but I remember later in life, my sister, who's like three years younger than me, she, I think she told me that she had been telling them pretty regularly that I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> was it just like you're the first, the, the the person that everyone wants to make fun of in the family uh, with your I siblings? Am, I am clearly the most retarded of yeah. everyone in my family, extended and otherwise, <laughs> and that's saying something. Um, but I was also the best at taking it. I think okay, because yeah. I would I would also dish it out pretty hard. Yeah, so people would enjoy when someone would fucking rip me apart pretty bad. Mm. Yeah. And I was, it was fun for me to, I mean, yeah. dude, my family laughs at me. Yeah. That, that feels good. It's yeah. not the same thing as like strangers. But then again, every time you're around boys growing up, you were naked. So maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> shoot, I was a fucking humiliation pig. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, dude, fucking whale yeah. on me. So maybe your parents didn't know that they, they, they pulled the pants off of you <laughs> and they just thought that every time you're around boys, you just, just took your clothes off. And your sister's like, yeah, like, he's yeah. gay. Little boys do weird shit. Like yeah. that. My, my, my son takes yeah. his shirt off at every family party he goes to. Um, I wonder, so I, I've had a hard time with friends my whole life because if I like someone, I am vicious to them. And I yeah. think it's just because of how like my family dynamic was when I was growing up. Yeah. Not vicious, but like, well, maybe vicious is the word. But it's for, it's jokey. It's jokes. Yeah, You're always yeah. nice to me, though. Yeah, but I'm, I laugh at you and make fun of you. Yeah. We do it to each other all the yeah. time. You, yeah. don't, you probably don't even notice. Uh, yeah, it's probably second nature to you, too. But yeah, people don't like it. Dude, I, I mean. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. Me, myself, yeah. personally, I'm just. 100% focus on the pussy 24-7. Yeah, you're not, so. you're not even hearing me. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm laughing at your stories and thinking, Mike, how are you saying this right now? You just have the biggest smile on your face. I got, I got LADAR. Lady radar. 
But I think it's a common thing, like the people that you're cool with, you know, like you're most vicious to, you know. I to me, yeah, yeah, but yeah. There, There's a lot of people that are just like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. Why, some why people can't handle it. Do yeah. you ever do you ever bust balls with somebody who you clearly like and have affection for, mm-hmm. but quickly realize like, "Oh shit, they don't get this." Yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, it's my biggest. It's my biggest barrier with people. Dude, I the the most clear cut case of that was one time I was at open mic at Raven Lounge, mm-hmm. and one of the hosts was a very nice guy. I, I like him a lot, and he was he's a big fat motherfucker, and he was wearing a Chase Utley shirt, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What the fuck are you chasing? You're morbidly obese." <laughs> and I could tell it was like quick. It, it just imploded, and he goes, "A better life." And I was like, "Oh no, I'm sorry. No, please." Swinging yeah. a miss, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there was a guy I used to work with, and uh, he made a comment. He's like, yeah, I think I want to be a judge one day. And uh, in my head, I was like, you'll never be a judge. So, <laughs> But I forgot. I'm not in a comedy scene. So I'm like, yeah, I want to be a wizard since we're talking about <laughs> – we're talking about things that are never going to happen. You know, <laughs> everyone just looks at me like, why would you say yeah. that? <laughs> Overruled. I'm, yeah, I'm like, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The, people, the people at my work can't even stand when I make fun of myself. Like, uh, if, yeah. I, if I do something, I'm like, mm. God damn it, Tim. Someone will be like, what's wrong? I'll be like, I just, I'm just such a fat fucking retard sometimes. And I'm saying it to make myself chuckle and feel better. Yeah. And they're like, wow, I mean, don't, you're not fat or like you can't, or like if you were fat you wouldn't be allowed to make fun of yourself for it like that kind mm. of, it's like they yeah. get very uptight yeah. when i really need to correct myself but uh yeah i don't know if you get through that barrier though that's that's love yeah that really that's, is that's man. true mm. affection some people are huggers i i'm a chop buster yeah through and you through are, man. yeah you are if I'm anything, mm. I'm a pussy man and a chop buster. <laughs> cheeks or chops? Che- yeah, cheeks or chops. It's all getting busted. <laughs> God damn. That was some. We were talking about that putting that on a fucking shirt for the Twitch stream. <laughs> What's that? Cheek the chop, yeah, chops and cheeks busting. <laughs> Fuck. Um, that that's probably my was and I don't know if I do comedy again is uh, my favorite aspect of performing. Not even performing, but that whole world mm-hmm. is just being around people where you feel comfortable doing that too. What do you yeah. mean? I'm not sure if I'm gonna do, dude. The dogs, the dogs are dying for you to get back on the stage, dude. Oh man, I could. Yeah, feel I'll it. do. It. I mean, I'll do. There's it. a groundswell. Yeah. of just Mike, get back on stage. Uh, we yeah, need you. yeah, we need you. Yeah. Best man. Yeah, I'll do it, man. It's, it's Watch just... when this hits. The dogs will be like, "Yes, Mike." <laughs> yeah. I when, mean, when are you? When yeah, are dude. you up? Yeah. I mean, I've always loved your shit. You know oh, that. Thank you, buddy. Likewise. Yeah. Sweet to you, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was the best. It's just especially like when you know you fucking crush somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I've 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 gotten to certain places where I feel like I have to like tone down because like I think there's been a couple instances where I've done some walkaways, yeah. <laughs> where I've said something and then someone is forced yeah. to leave, <laughs> and, I, and I didn't realize it to the point like it wasn't my goal, you know. I just hit something so true and so hard that there was just no other choice but to leave. Well, Dave, to yeah. that point, one of the funniest things that I that. I recall someone saying about another person was um, you saying that a certain comic's hands feel like <laughs> slaves' feet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that was my that was something I said, <laughs> and it's it's so funny because I think I said it to just a couple people, but then it spread so quickly, yeah. <laughs> like everyone was telling everyone what I said. <laughs> and then like i forgot about it someone's like yeah did you say that i was like i was like yeah that was yeah that was me yeah <laughs> you you have one of my favorite lines in all of stand-up i don't think it's a punchline either but it's one mm-hmm. of my favorite lines ever in stand-up and it's when you're talking about uh black ladies in like customer service roles uh-huh. uh the children's burning yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll try to remember what was it it's like yeah, the black Chil- lady answering the phone at She's a like, children's hospital burn unit. Oh, yeah. Children's burn unit, what you want? <laughs> I children's told- hospital burn unit, what you want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now, there's so many. There's so many that's my favorite. That's actually, one of my favorite lines ever. That's actually forgotten bit. I totally forgot about it until you guys just brought it up. Man. Oh, man. What yeah. a joy. Dude, yeah, because that- I think I went through some like a certain streak where like I was getting... Um, black women on the on the phone for customer service, <laughs> and like, and I got just so racist in my head. Like, as soon as like it was, it was always Comcast. It's always Comcast, mm-hmm. and I would be calling as soon as hello. I would just click. It's like no, not dealing with this. I just kept on calling back until I got like a white dude. Like it's so racist. 
<laughs> you always, I, I was on hold with Jeremy. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll hold. <laughs> yeah, but I remember that the Children's Hospital burn unit, what you want. <laughs> I totally forgot about it's that. It's crazy that you forgot that. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's the such mark. a fucking funny thing, and you're like, oh, I guess but so. But, dude, that, <laughs> that's the mark of somebody that's so far superior to the average comic is how many times do you see people that you feel that way about, and you say, oh, when you said this, this was awesome. They're like, what? There's no recollection of that because they say True. that many funny things throughout the course yeah. of their fucking lifetime. Yeah. Right? Whereas like every fucking dork who never says anything but funny yeah. will remind you of what they think is funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, la- the there was a um there was another one people were spreading around. I think it was <laughs> I trying to remember the line. It was uh We gotta start vetting these guests, dude. This yeah. is so racist. <laughs> I think I was doing a show and uh, Mary Rosinski was on it. And, Damn, um, shout out Mary. And uh, shout out Mary Rosinski. Hey, girl. True Lady King. And uh, I said something about like, because yeah, because I think a, a, another female comic, one of, of Philly's funniest, I think it was, uh, it was um, Abby and then it was Cassandra back to back. And I think I was doing a show with Mary, and I said, give it up for Mary Rosinski, who's officially the third funniest female comedian in Philadelphia, <laughs> but she's the most likely to live. <laughs> I totally kind of <laughs> but and I kind of totally forgot about it but that was another one where it just spread and everyone was telling each other the line and then I forgot about it and someone brought it up to me like a couple months after that I was like oh yeah I did say that horrible thing Damn. and then you just repeated it will like willingly yeah. but that, that but you know what the reason it came in my head because I was like oh that was another thing that I yeah, like, I would forget awesome. about saying yeah and then someone brought it up to me like probably like two months ago god that's funny yeah that but i kind of just totally forgot it was just like a on the whim kind of thing you know <laughs> when are you expecting to release your album um good news is the 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 guy who um records the engineers and all that he says that it's probably going to be the one that he has to do the least amount of work on is that like a compliment or is it just technical <laughs> no i think he was saying it's like there's not that much dog shit yeah. in your special i'll uh, cut this down for you yeah but um I, he's i think we're talking probably around april okay. um i gotta i think i did a little bit over an hour and 10 so i'm probably gonna cut like 20 minutes out of it um not that the 20 minutes sucked i was just like i think it's just too long for an album sure i don't know yeah i, I have no gauge yeah so yeah but it's probably gonna be april yeah around there yeah, and then I had I filmed it too, so I had like some film students. Oh, cool! Yeah, so there was like six cameras in there. Damn. Yeah. So right. it's, yeah, investing in me. Yeah. Yeah. One of, one of the things that was the fucking one of the coolest stories I've ever heard somebody do relative to performing was mm. you brought a date to the comedy club one time and you didn't <laughs> tell her that you were on the show and you just went up and you fucking crushed. Did I do that? Yeah, you did. Really? Yes. I don't remember that. Yes, that's like an idea from a movie. Yeah, I'm surprised I did that because I did that once and boy, it did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine not knowing your date was on the show and he sucked. That's the worst, dude. I remember like it was yesterday. Like the stress factor is a hard place. All right, well, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, maybe I thought you crushed. No, there was there was another one I probably did, but like the the. There's, there's two of them. I think one I did crush, but the other one that I remember the most was <laughs> when I bombed. Did you go sit back at the table with her? It was no. <laughs> yes, yeah, ha- I had to go sit back at the table <laughs> oh, with her, no. and like I had gotten a hotel room, no. so there was like no escaping her. Oh no, you know. And I brought her with me to the stress factor, and I ate. And like Pat House was trying to get a guest set, which he didn't get. And as soon as I walk off stage, as soon as I walk off stage, Pat's like shaking his head, like oh. <laughs> He's like, I'm so glad I'm not getting a guest set. You know? <laughs> like, he was so excited not to get on stage after what happened. Classic Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. And then, like, you know, she still hooked up with me. Oh, it's not but good. I don't know if it was, like, some charity pussy kind of thing. Yeah. You know? What did she say some when you comfort came off stage? Pussy. She did. She <laughs> Wear never a condom. Been to, yeah. <laughs> she had never, she'd never been to a comedy show. So like she didn't really kind of know. She was like, "You, you know, you this tried really well." You know, <laughs> she didn't know that it was an absolute disaster. You got lucky. You know, goddamn. But I think the other time I brought a girl to Helium, and I think I crushed. That's probably what you're thinking about. Yes. But off stage was a disaster. What happened then? Because it's fucking Helium. 
So everybody's an asshole. You know, it, the funniest thing to do for people listening, if you're uh, for comics, if we see somebody on a date, is to ruin the date. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just too fun to pass up on doing. Unfortunately, you don't see many comics on dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they, they learn now not to bring, you know, yeah, that's gr- unless means. they're in a real relationship, you can bring her on, a mm. girlfriend, wife, whatever. Yeah. But like, if you're just starting to know somebody, you cannot bring her to a comedy Who club. Who got you? So. I'm sitting on a couch. Tommy Pope runs over, uh, and he no jumps. Po- yeah. No worst possible, yeah. <laughs> character. He jumps over and starts scissoring me <laughs> on the goddamn couch, like just fucking like hardcore scissoring me. It's an Italian kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I think I'm walking by Aaron Herzog, who, who's very tall. So when he's sitting in a chair, he's still pretty elevated, mm-hmm. right? And he grabs my hips and pretends he's blowing me, like <laughs> like pulling my hips into his face, pretending that he's blowing me. This is all like within the hits, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. tried and true David. Yeah. <laughs> and this is all within like the first five minutes of being at the goddamn comedy club. And then it was just all downhill from there. You should be yeah. like, Do you see how bad people want to fuck me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in high demand in this town. Yeah. I was like, everybody I know is an asshole. Why did I bring her here? Yeah, horrible idea. So you guys didn't get at it. No, that 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 turned out fine, you know, because um, I think I did go on stage and I crushed that night. So I yeah, think it kind of you're balanced, unstoppable. Balanced it when you're yeah. trying to fuck. There's nothing getting yeah. in your way. That's what I like about you, dude. Yeah, I can't picture you ever failing at trying to land pussy. Uh, I fail. Yeah, I can fail. What's Everybody your definition fails. of failure, though? Uh, you know, you go out with somebody and then they have zero interest in you. You wow. know, that's failure, right? What losers they are. Yeah. Yeah, they're, thank you, Michael. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't imagine uh, a fucking fairly jacked, handsome black dude who talks like you having a hard time just <laughs> crushing fucking pussy. You know, I'll, I'll say this. The, I try not to say too much about myself because that's what gets me... Uh, that's what derails things. I just wrote your bio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once they start talking about family life and all that other shit, and I got to pretend like it's not a <laughs> fucked up family life and upbringing. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to ask. Do you like, do, are they ever hot enough that you'll just code switch and start just like, damn, that is fucked up? Like, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my struggles were real too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's mostly you start feeling sad. So I just start lying yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Because it turns into like the um the goodwill hunting thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Where he's like, he's like, yo, I got 15 brothers or whatever, you know? And he's like, but he's not telling the truth about his fucked up upbringing. Yeah. That's what I do now. She yeah. was playing along with it. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. girls are not. Yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're not falling for hoodwill hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I got to tell you, you're playing exactly right. the right amount right now. <laughs> you're fucking crushing it. How about them shrimps? <laughs> <laughs> how you like how you like them strimps <coughs> oh my god <laughs> still a janitor <laughs> Morgan, Morgan Freeman sees you doing math. <laughs> you know, you could be anything you want. Every time I come here and I barbecue, <laughs> but when you barbecue, it's so damn easy. <laughs> you know how frustrated it is to be here watching you guys try to barbecue and I know how goddamn easy it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man if you don't get out of this town i'm gonna snatch your chain my own damn self. you could be anything you want to man you could have your own mixtape one day <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us man we just could be rapping on a corner <laughs> you could have a mixtape in any city you wanted to man <laughs> Every time I walk into the projects <laughs> on a bus, about to pick you up to go to work together, I pray you ain't there. <laughs> That's my dream. <laughs> oh, man. See, I don't like that kind of humor. That's, no, that's racist. That's, no, that's, that's way, not what I'm into. Way, way, yeah, bounds, man. Speaking oh. of that, can we talk about these damn Africans? <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's, let's have at it. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I was telling you guys before that uh, I've been getting all these uh, messages on Facebook in the past week and a half of these African people, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all like, you know, just, hey, how's it going? You know, and I know it's a scam thing, but no matter what I say, they will not stop sending messages. True. So, yeah, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I'm just leaving a funeral. You know, like, oh, wow, that sounds bad. And I'll just be like, yeah, you know, like, it's really su- it's really sucks because I have to come back tomorrow tomorrow night. And they're like, why? And I was like, when I was bending over the casket, I think one of my rings fell off. So <laughs> I got to go dig up this body to get this ring because, like, this ring is worth at least, like, $20. You know, and no matter what I say, they still like, oh, that's sweet. You know, are you single? <laughs> yeah. Did they ever start their grift? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was saying the Indian dudes are the biggest problem right now on on the messengers. Yeah. But I think I'm going off of screenshots cuz I don't get many. I get a lot of legitimate messages from mm-hmm. strangers. Historically, it's been gay guys uh saying vile things to me. Mm-hmm. But now it's all just people just like, "Yo, you you're talking good shit." Yeah. So I like that. But uh yeah, I feel like the, the fucking Indian dudes really really stepped up their fucking They really throw it on game. ladies, man. I mean, guys like us, I think, don't normally have to inter- interact with um, Indian perverts that much. But, yeah. man, they throw it out there for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't had the Indians. I've only gotten on phone calls, not on, not on messages. I yeah. <laughs> so my, my phone turned on automatic screen or uh, call screening mm-hmm. for every unknown number. And then it tells my phone tells me what they said. It's like this person. You know, they're not answering. Who is this? And the last one, it was some like they heard that message and they're like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that one forever. So, do you guys get th- you guys get thirsty people sending you messages? Uh, normally, well, on select videos that we've done, it's been super thirsty gay dudes. Yeah, that are usually like very specific. And do you they think want, it's all like, stemming from the Fallon thing? Yeah, that was like that yeah, was that was the beginning. Exhibit A. That was a that was a real bear revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and then after uh Delco proper, I was there was a guy following me on Twitter who would just respond to everything I said and it was like people help me raise money so I can get a video of Tim Bartley drinking cum. Like, like, <laughs> um, I was I don't know. I guess he was going to commission it. It's yeah. a dick starter. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got really upset about something that I tweeted. Uh-huh. Uh he said it was offensive. Yeah, he 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 made a big snake about me saying something offensive. Were you like, I refuse to mail come to people? <laughs> <laughs> it was you know whatever dumb bullshit I'm saying every day, and then he was like, uh, you know what, I I can't stand for he's this. He's tweeting at Jack. Yeah, yeah, he was he was really upset. About All I want is your bucket of cum, but I yeah. can't I can't stand for this you know kind what? of conversation. Yeah. As a as a Tim Butterly cum stand, I just this is <laughs> too far for me. This is beyond the pale, and I, I was. I guess that I fixed it. I don't have to deal with them anymore. Dear Mister, yeah. I'm too good to jerk or suck my fans. <laughs> <laughs> but every now and again, like we mentioned earlier, like there are some very nice perverts out there yeah. that really make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Like, how many times in real life can somebody tell you that you have nice thumbs? <laughs> True. Put some thumbs on YouTube. True. Watch what the fuck happens. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. As long as I'm not ugly, it feels good. <laughs> I'm just trying Admit to get it, Tim Butterly to send me a, a booty hole fleshlight. <laughs> and he's ignoring my messages. All I want is a booty hole fleshlight with Tim Butterly's signature on oh, it. Oh, you can't warm up candle wax and shape it to your rectum and mail it to me? <laughs> Mr. Cool. Too Busy. Yeah, I guess I'll let the R word slide. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I actually had yeah. a bit the other night since I was I took the R word out of a bit, and I, I'm ashamed of myself. Put it back in. Yeah. Put it back in tomorrow. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't you don't have to spill it on here. That's no yeah, no no. But I was like I was like, why am I catering to people? Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And you it's know. not like I'm making fun of the specials. You know. Yeah. It was just a reference. Yeah. You know. But the, the trigger that people have with certain words. Yeah. I remember like right after the Puerto Rican um, hurricane. Even saying the word Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. people would turn off or say Puerto Rico. Whatever. I noticed that on the internet. Yeah. I live in a Puerto Rican neighborhood yeah. and have for years. When I when I post about my Puerto Rican neighbors, I think people just see that and they're like, nope. Yeah. I'm yeah. out of here, dude. Yeah. You will not say the P-R. Yeah. Now that people forgot about the Puerto Rican hurricane, now like I can say <laughs> it again. But just saying yeah. the word Puerto Rican at that point was just like, people. no, mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. Oh, you know why? You know why I think they got mad because when the Puerto Rican hurricane was happening, I said I wondered if they tried to uh, repair all the damage by just playing music as loud as they could outside. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, fair, I get it. <laughs> Bye. So, wait, wait. Let's back up for a minute. Is the Puerto Rican hurricane an unplugged fire hydrant? <laughs> <laughs> He's actually a boxer from North Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does sound like a horrible drink or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we, we're at about an hour now. Let's let's uh let's hop over to the Patreon before let's we say anything. I don't want to say anything regrettable on the free episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's let, let's keep the fucking the PR talk, the snoops and the fucking snitches out. We'll go over to the Patreon. We'll we'll say some R words. Nice. Say some PRs. Who knows, right? Yeah. You have some more time to hang around, David? Yeah, man. Great. All right, tight. We're going to keep David James with us. And uh, yeah, check out our Patreon. Um, Dab Me Podcast? Yes, on Patreon.com. On Patreon.com? Forward slash Dab Me Podcast. David, when's your album coming out? Sometime in April. It's Um, also the name of my R&B album. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, Follow David James on Twitter then. Twitter, D James Comedy, IG, D, D James Comedy, and Facebook, David James Comedy. MySpace, Cosby didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you haven't, follow me on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Tim Butterly. Uh, love you, dogs. We'll see you over on the Patreon if you're fucking cool. Later. <laughs>